0: Hey guys, just wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening to Sidebar Forever. If you like the show, please subscribe to us at SidebarForever.com as well as share episodes of the podcast on your social media. That way, new listeners can find us as well. Vaccines are here, people are getting inoculated, and there's hope for the future. But with COVID numbers still surging around the globe, Most of us are sticking close to home and avoiding crowds. And that means conventions, too. Attending comic conventions has been an integral part of fandom since the 1970s. However, with local health boards advising against large gatherings, every major convention in America has gone virtual, as in online. So your three hosts decided it would be fun and a little emotional if we're being honest to sit down and reminisce over some of our fondest con memories. Step into the Wayback Machine with us as Dwight describes his first Atlanta fantasy fair. Swain shares a Heroes Con story involving Kurt Cobain and a comic artist named Cooper. I, Adrian, recall getting so nervous meeting the Silver Age great, Nick Carty and all three of us recall our favorite moments from Spectrum Fantastic Art Live. <sighs> Those were the days when the only things we feared were a little nerd B.O. and a convention crud. But hey, what are some of your favorite convention memories, and what do you miss the most about attending
1: shows? As always, thanks for listening. How come? Why do you think you waited so late to go to conventions? Is it just because you became came to comics later, or no?
0: Yeah, because I got into comics um, officially when I was about thirteen or fourteen, and so I was still so fresh. I was reading Wizard that there were conventions going on, but mm-hmm. I had no idea how to get to them. Like I hadn't even started riding the bus yet around Atlanta, you know, till like I was well. about about four. Later, when I was fourteen, going on fifteen. But I still didn't mm-hmm. know that, oh, well, there's Dragon Con down there. They do have conventions around the city. You know, right. I wasn't that mobile like that. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I finally didn't go to my first convention as embarrassed as I am to say. Until, <laughs> until like, I was about 25 or 26, you know. And Amen. that was Heroes Con and Charlotte <laughs> in Charlotte. T- wow. yeah, it was 2006, mm-hmm. yo. It was like. Okay, okay. Oh snaps. Man, it's crazy. Right. But it's so funny because you see a whole heritage, you know, with these conventions. It's like a mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you know, oh like those sports documentaries where it's like they show Hall of Fame performances by Jim Brown, Sandy Koufax, whomever. <laughs> That's how it is when you look over the right. history of like those conventions. You see like all these great moments. It's like, oh shit, Frank Miller was here in Atlanta and John Byrne. Right and Jim Sterling, mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that When you're like, wow. Yeah. So it's right. like almost right. like a, a, a tapestry of history and wonder that comes with these conventions, you know what I'm saying? So I hate that I missed out on that stuff, even when, mm-hmm. even for like the stars of my heyday who would have been like the image guys or the, the hot people like that that I would have mm-hmm. loved to have seen when I was 13 or 14.
2: You know? mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. Do you said yours is back in the eighties for the at the Atlanta Fantasy Fair? Yep.
3: And like some of the people that were there at that time, man, were like um, uh, Bill Sinkevich mm-hmm. and uh, Bob Layton. It was it was it was it was crazy, dude. It was crazy. It was it was uh, Jim Owsley. <laughs> oh. Also known as you Christopher Priest.
0: <laughs> ah, as Christ- you foul, yo! Your-
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> also known as Christopher Priest. Priest. Um, you know, um, it, it's just a bunch of people, man. I I, I wanted to say, I wanted to meet John Byrne, but I, I missed the John Byrne because John Byrne came here during a winter convention, which was weird, mm-hmm. not during an actual mm-hmm. a fantasy fair. So, but yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Like Adrian said, man, my first experience going into going into one was. My uncle paid for it for me. It was twenty dollars, and it, the the kind of convention paper we had back then. It was it was it wasn't a big, it wasn't a big uh um like nice sized um, companion information catalog to go along with it. It was a little fl- flimsy pamphlet mm-hmm. that was uh, foldable. That could, yeah. They could they can mail you. It was yeah. a mailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And and but I did get a chance to meet Jim Starling, yo. Know? Uh, ah, boy. And yeah, he just yeah. he did, he did, okay. he did this great. Uh, picture of the Hulk I mean, and, and his, all his, his muscular majesty coming out of the swamp, dude. It was, it was fantastic. And again, So I got a chance to meet him. And I couldn't afford a sketch back then. The sketch back then were really cheap, dude. The sketch back then were like $15 a pop. But, you know, as a, as I was going to the convention, I was going to maybe maybe spend $15 at the convention. If I, if that's all I had in my pocket in spite of the you know, other cons stuff I planned on getting. So that was out of the question. But um, I walk into the convention door And this maniac, dressed in a crazy Robin Hood suit, Mm -hmm. comes running through saying, you know, a slightly homicidal, you know, crazy, maniacal archer coming through. Those were his words. And my mother and my uncle look at each other and like, okay, do you really want to be here? It's like, yeah, I do. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I do. And as I proceeded through there, man, I was like walking like you said, Adrian, walking into a a menage of wonderland dude like something you've yeah. never seen before full-scale freaking alien like dressed from the head to toe you know full like not just a bust mm-hmm. but head to toe man like 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 walking around you know doing this, this skulking thing it was just fantastic dude. i fell in love with that point dude it's like I, and i made my rounds to different tables but i was like wow i was immersed and 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 i loved it ever since loved it ever since
1: who were some of the uh, some of the fantasy artists, or were you even into them in that way at that time? Who were some of the fantasy oh, artists that's that at the show?
3: I also met. That's where I met uh, Michael Whalen. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. He, he just okay. He just, okay. Done, he, he just done that, that full size Elric and Manimity, um poster man. We Elric, Elric is stepping on the neck of the of the, uh, of, the of the lizard creature, mm. holding it up dude. I was like wow. Okay. I was like wow. Just uh, blew me blew me away, dude. Blew me away, dude. And he was like he was he's very very nice and, and 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 you know amicable. Um. And let's see. I think um, I think uh, Freya might have been there. Um, Chris Freya, that's oh, not, not Chris Freya. Kelly Freya. F- Kelly Freya might have been there. Mm. Yeah, it might have been there. You know, and he, but he wasn't. He was exhibiting. He had his own table, of course. But he wasn't like, you know, he was he was old. He was old even at that point. You know, I mean, Kelly's Kelly's been around for a long time. So, but um, and I didn't see Boris at that when I wanted to see Boris. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rowena might have been there. Okay. Um, mm, okay. And um, of course, the pennies. The pennies were everywhere, dude. They, you know, Eric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were like, they were like, they were like, uh, uh, Wendy and 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 Eric. Is it Eric? Wendy and Richard. 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 And Wendy. If Wendy. They, they were. They were. Yeah.
1: They were. They um, were. From the Elf Quest. They right? were ever present. Yo, they yeah. were always in the mix. Every, yeah.
3: Every panel. They, every panel. They were asked to go to. They went to. They're they just very accommodating mm-hmm. people, man. They were just they, a husband and wife couple team. They, they're, they're really nice people, man. Did she, was, um, was Wendy wearing
0: the Red Sonja chainmail bikini?
3: No, she wasn't. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> because at, that, at, that time, at that time, the cosplay queen was none other than married to Lamar Waldron, which was Susan Barrows. Okay, Susan Barrows wore, wore all the costumes.
1: So Lamar, for your people listening, Lamar Waldron was the guy who promoted mm-hmm. and ran the Atlanta Fantasy Fair. Right. And his wife... Like like D is pointing out was an uh, an, a famous locally famous and regionally famous Mm -hmm. cosplayer. Mm -hmm. Didn't she didn't she used to dress up like Phoenix? Yes, yo. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Killed the Phoenix too, yo. was gorgeous, man. She worked it. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. She and she uh, she walked around and pranced around, and I was looking at which there she is, there she is. (laughs) You know. Yeah. It's like that like that like that song by uh, by uh, your boy man, Uh, Babyface man, watching her go.
2: There
3: she go? There she goes. Oh. <piping and singing> there she <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> her style, her. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like that, man. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man. And, and costumes back then were, I mean, you know, they were still learning costuming. So they were, they were either, like, really, really good clothing replicas or these crazy foam uh, tries that were kind of stiff. And they weren't, they, some people had a, had a Hollywood flair, some people were just, like, garage, basement, learning how to do it. And, and, it, and it was right. it was warm. It was good that they were doing it, but it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, that's not quite where you're supposed to be, but good I see you. Keep moving it. Keep doing it," you know. Um Yeah. But it was it was it was magical, man. All those comics, dude. And you started seeing, okay, this is also a place, like you said, Adrian, where the locals came to sh- to share their wares too. So you mm-hmm. had, you know, Oscar Bookstore pull up. You had Bookman pull up. You had Titans pull up. Now I don't their a little those small t- well not so small tables but tables around that the, the, the outer areas
1: also also Fisher's bookstore which was down in uh College Park off of Riverdale Road Okay uh, Fisher's Yeah I maybe even in, in in Riverdale proper okay. but Fisher's bookstore Okay uh yeah and and that actually predates like Titans Wow which shows showed up up the street. I used to I used to get my mom and and anybody who would to take me to uh, to Fisher's bookstore. Okay, because he had like it was you know novels and paperbacks, and then he had like a nudie section in the back. <laughs> in the and then but he had an expansive comic collection. And and at the time he kind of it seems as if uh, Fisher the guy mm-hmm. he kind of thought a lot of himself. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, like I don't know. What do
3: you say? That? <laughs> like like some
1: nerds. Like some nerds do, just you know, an air of you know, mm. you know, I am a, I am a, you know, I am Hello. a you know, bookstore, an, an available bachelor, and you oh. know, I have my own business, that <laughs> that kind that. of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, but you know what? The, what you what you're pointing out the about the cosplay back then. So this is in the 1980s mm-hmm. that we're kind of referencing. Mm-hmm. And this predates, like, lycra and leather and the kind mm-hmm. of more slightly military-inspired, you know, costumes that we mm-hmm. see in the Marvel movies and in the DC movies now, mm-hmm. uh, where they're using lots of different textures for costumes. There was a lot of spandex back then. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it was it was exactly like. <laughs> what people were trying to replicate, you know, Green Lantern and Phoenix mm-hmm. and Storm and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Catwoman and Batman, and so there was lots of spandex as opposed to leather and mm-hmm. and other other textures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like you said, it didn't, you know, it's it certainly wasn't to the level that it is now, mm-hmm. where people are, you know, literally kind of making it, you know, almost like their livelihoods, you know, to yeah. to, to be cosplayers sure. and b- to be effective, ones. for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I saw
3: I saw more raggedy vulcan ears, and I'm not sure she could stick it, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yeah, man, it, it, was, it was a wondrous time, man, um, during that time. That, that was, like I said, that was my, one of my first couple of conventions that it was, it was you know, at that, that age. And for a long time, I fell off of conventions. Um, and I think the last one I went to, as far as Atlanta Fantasy Fair goes, was the, the, the last Fantasy Fair where I met Mobius, Jean Girard. And uh, he blew my mind. Um, I, I, a couple of inches earlier, I'd gone through a line and tired out Bill. So Kavich was probably why he won't come on our show because I, I went through his line several times and, <laughs> <Dang>. and, and <laughs> hey with several helpings <laughs> yeah yo. I took uh, I took I took my whole stack of Oh okay you know? yeah I took my uh, I took my whole stack of uh, of uh, uh, New Mutants yeah <laughs> I took my Hugh uh, Gladis Hugh Gladis I think I didn't get a chance to get him to, to sign my damn um, Straight Toasters. I, mean, I don't think Straight Toasters was even out back then Maybe. yeah that would have been eighty nine. If you're talking okay. those Elektras, that's 87. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah, man. But um, he was awesome. He did he did this poster posted with um with um Craig Hamilton. Oh. That was a combination of Craig Hamilton's uh, work and his work at the same time. It was and it was like Elektra facing off against a demon, and he did the demon, and Elektra, and, and Craig did the the, did the uh, It was really mm. nice, man. So, mm. but man, I, I, I'm 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 I'm. Well, I was doing research online, trying to find more images for us to go through, man, and, and uh, I couldn't find enough to, to really go, to shake a stick at, man. It's kind of sad how Fantasy fair's kind of faded away into nothingness in that mm-hmm. regard. Yeah. It makes me want to yeah. go downstairs in the garage and pull out some stuff and put some stuff online and say, hey, this, this happened, this happened, this happened, correlate this, correlate this. I think this, you
2: should. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because,
3: because one of the standouts, Adrian, that even, even Dragon Con hasn't duplicated yet, and they probably never will, is it did a really good... Um, um, what do you call it? a catalog called Visions.
1: Remember mm-hmm. that, way Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was almost like a, like a comic magazine in Ooh. a way.
3: And they had, they had introduced the artist, Atlanta artist, I don't know if he was from Atlanta or not, but he, he, I met him at a table named Rod Wiggum. Yeah, and Rod Wiggum, yes, of yeah, course. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. oh, yeah. He, had, he did a series called Light Runner, mm-hmm. which was gorgeous inside of it, dude. It gorgeous, man. He did that, man, that he went out to do, to do something for Marvel. Yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, I met Matthew Broderick there too, dude. Not Matthew Broderick. <laughs> I want <gonna> to say <laughs> Pat. Bro- Pat Broderick. i to say Pat Broderick. Pat Broderick. Ferris <laughs> <laughs>
2: was there. Right? <laughs> Bueller?
3: Bueller? No, I met uh, Pat Broderick there, man. And Pat Broderick was doing um, he did this um, he was doing um, micronauts at the time, dude. <sighs> yeah. And and uh, yeah, and uh, he he did this really great painting of uh, of Thor swinging his hammer real fast. Mm-hmm. Oof. Gorgeous. I'm talking a painting, acrylic, nice, not 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 digital, not 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 downing digital. But there's there's something to that, that 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 surface magic and texture that you feel with 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 uh, paintings that you can't get anywhere else. Still, yes. Yeah, so what about you, Swizz? What'd you see there?
1: Um. Well, my first show wasn't the Fantasy Fair. My first show was a. Uh, it was probably some kind of Atlanta Comic Convention. Okay. You know, I heard it on the radio. Right. You know, being advertised on the radio. That's and I was like what right you know and then uh and i remember asking my uh my father to take me and a uh a buddy mm-hmm. and it, you know it was held in like a hotel and in, mm-hmm. in the basement of a hotel yeah okay um and it was probably maybe three or five dollars to get in it wasn't much wow that's nice um and i think i had twenty dollars to spend mm-hmm. while i was there and, you know, and I didn't know anything about what was going on other than, you know, oh, comics and right. the people who make the comics are going to be there. So I right. was just like, wow, okay. Right. All right. And uh, and then when I got there, you know, part of the money, the $20 was for me to eat lunch. Of course, I didn't eat lunch. I spent all the right. money on, right. you know, buying buying comics right. and uh and other things like that. And I remember walking in, and, and it wasn't a big room, but, you know, there were comics and long boxes lined up. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh man, all of the comic books Heaven. are here. <laughs> you know, and this was at a time when, and, and, I mean, it still is this way when you go to conventions, but, you know, true collectors are probably not going to go to a convention to buy Fantastic Four number six or Amazing Spider Man, you know, Amazing Spider Man number whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not really going there for that. Maybe they are if they've contacted somebody online, but nobody's just walking up and deciding to spend. 12 grand right. on a collector's, on, on a rare collector's item like that. Right. But this was the era where you would have that, mm. you know, all up on the boards, and you'd see, the, you know, all the old, you know, I had the reprints of the Fantastic Four. Mm. I didn't have the original, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. And so you see these and, you know, and they're in Mylar's, and I mean, it's like, you know, and, um, and I remember uh, Bob McLeod was there. Ah, nice. Okay. So, this might have been Like I said, 79 or 80, Mm -hmm. because he was on New Mutants before Sinkevich got on it, correct? That's right. Mm -hmm. He started New Mutants. So he was, yeah, yeah. And I think he did, did he do the costume designs or did Cochrane do them? Uh, No, McCloud did. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. So he was there and I don't think I got a sketch because I think I would have, like Dee said, I would have had to have blown like 10 or 12 or 15 bucks. Right. To get to get a sketch mm-hmm. but he was definitely sketching and they were that inexpensive mm-hmm. you know they were mm-hmm. they were pretty uh pretty pretty affordable but um but it was it was pretty transformative experiences i mean we were running around and going back and forth and yeah. you know we buy comics and then we go out in the lobby and sit mm-hmm. you know on the floor mm-hmm. and read and then we go back in and get more and then we come back out and read and you know, and then all of us, you know, and that's probably when the whole idea for me of making a list of things that I wanted to get there that I couldn't find at the local comic shop. Right. It's like, okay, let me see if they'll have it at at a comic convention, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and keeping a want list in my pocket, and mm-hmm. and, and that's that's probably gone on, you know, up up until you know modern day. Mm-hmm. Um, Back but then shoes. after that, it was. <laughs> Yeah, back issues. Yeah, digging in the bins. Mm-hmm. Although back then it wasn't really digging in the bins. It was just, you know, just going for going for yours. You, yeah, know, you yeah. know, what I mean, now it's kind of like crate digging. It's right. you know looking in the past for something, but it really wasn't that much in the past. back then, this was, you know, this is, you know, probably peak. Mm-hmm. You know, front peak fandom. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. organized fandom. Mm-hmm. But uh, but after that, it was definitely like Atlanta Fantasy Fair, and you know, like you said, Susan Barrows as a cosplayer, and um. You know a lot of the fantasy artists which i didn't have a lot of interest in other than like boris and rowena and uh and frazetta although frazetta never came out that i'm aware of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but i do remember like dave dorman being at those shows yeah.
3: this one when was was starting uh, for starting off man
1: yeah Oof, yeah and he, uh, he, was, and he hot, was still yeah. he was still incredible even then yeah um yeah i remember tim bradstreet being there mm-hmm. but he was still kind of doing more like the vampire
2: Mm -hmm. gaming
1: art he hadn't really moved into comics proper and this is you know way before his Punisher covers Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know Hellblazer and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and um Ted Boothanaket was there Micra yeah you know Mm -hmm. Micra yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. um Ted was there and um and then after that it probably is is when it got to um maybe like you know going to a Heroes Con Mm -hmm. and um and then, and drag, certainly Dragon Con mm-hmm. before that. But for for everyone who's listening, uh, part of the reason why we wanted to have this conversation is because we're living in COVID times, mm-hmm. and even though you know vaccinations are available and people are getting you know getting inoculated and, and, and things are starting to turn a corner for us, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody's still stuck at home and having to avoid large gatherings and crowds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there hasn't been in attendance at an organized major convention here in the United States in over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an entire year. Mm-hmm. And so maybe at the end of 2021, we might see some of that lift or shift. Mm-hmm. But um, but this conversation was inspired, you know, like, um, I believe it was our friend Kathy Fenner posted uh, an image in a Jeffrey Jones Facebook group and it was the poster the promotional art that was created by the artist who attended the 1994 Dragon Con mm-hmm. here in Atlanta mm-hmm. and did did we did we figure out Adrian did, that it was did did Jeff did Walt do this drawing and everybody painted on top of it or did Jeff do the drawing? No,
0: I think it was uh, Simonson who did the underdrawing and everyone else painted over it. Their particular, uh, it wasn't quadrants. It was uh, divided into um, six pieces, so whatever six tenths or whatever yeah. that is. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So she posted the image mm-hmm. of that and and apparently as, as Adrian, I think he's correct. Is that Simonson did a uh, did a dragon, the underdrawing for a dragon, and then a bunch of uh, painterly artists painted six different sections of the dragon. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if that sounds like a like a chimera, yeah. it, it's not. It was it was it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. And at that particular show, it was 1994. So it was you know a year after I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Jones was mm-hmm. there. Walt Simonson was mm-hmm. there. John J. Mm-hmm. Muth was there. George Pratt mm-hmm. was there. Uh, Dave show. McKean was there.
3: Uh, All uh, the Water Boys, yeah. They're hitting it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and I think Kent Williams was there too, uh, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Kent was there? Yeah, yeah. And uh and so Dwight and I attended that show with our friend Don and uh and a friend of his, mm-hmm. uh Danielle Dooney. Yep, Dooney. Yeah, yeah. And my wife and my wife my wife was there with oh, me, okay. and I remember I'd, I I don't recall meeting Jeff Mm-hmm. Because the line was 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 super long sure. and um, it, it may not even been that the line was long. I think he was just talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you can tell somebody's in a conversation with someone and they're really having a conversation. Yeah. But, right. So I didn't want to go over until 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 uh, until she was free. Right. But or he at the time, but um, but I did meet George Pratt. Right. And I got him to sign some of my uh some of my comics. Enemy a Show? Uh, you get it? Uh it wasn't enemy Ace. Yeah. Okay. he signed like some Bat some Batman covers yeah, that he did yeah. okay, that's from right. Detective Comics. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, I think he I think he signed some of those. Right. And he had yeah, I remember he was sitting there and he had his sleeves rolled up and he had these you know his glasses on. Mm-hmm. And at the time this, you know, he's a much younger guy, so he had this black you know, long black hair right. and uh, this, this black beard. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he was super, super nice, always, and, right. and, and, as always, uh, exactly, and yeah. affable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, and just you know, just everything that you would want your your artistic heroes to be. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I remember at some point later in the day is when I connected back up with Dwight because mm-hmm. we we didn't come together, mm-hmm. but you know, we met up there and then kind of separated, went right. our separate ways. Right. And then we got back together later on. And then tell the story, man, about uh, <laughs> you, when you met, okay. when you when you met Jeff, yo. <laughs> yeah,
3: you know, so so you know this is a secret, kids. Don't don't wait for the tables. Wait till you leave the tables so you can accost them. No, don't do that. Accost <laughs> <I> <laughs> them. <laughs> Dang. You had him bro. Was, Give me this. Right, right. But no, what it was is um. apparently Break yourself, Jeff right, Jones. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of did afterwards, but no. um. But no, man. So, um, it was me and and Danielle, which we call Dooney. We were walking down, I guess, one one of the side halls and going to the restroom in that restroom area. And lo and behold, there was Jeff Jones walking down. You know, coming towards us. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh shit, that's Jeff Jones and and and. Danielle, and uh, and Di- and Di- and Di- <laughs> and was like was da- Diana, Diana who, knew who he was because I mean, come on, he's a great, he's a fantastic painter, you know. He, yeah. He only got yeah. with Don enough to know Don. Don. Don gives everybody the four and one and, and skinny, who the, the great artist star. That's what Don always of does. Mm-hmm. Of course, So, we went there. And um, I, I, said, I said, I had my little little shitty portfolio, you know, in my hand. I was like, can you, can you take a look at my portfolio? <laughs> <He was like, laughs> and, you know, and he graciously he is graciously like, no, I, I'm headed back to my table, you know. Uh, but um, when you find something you have confidence in, you know, because see I was a little skittish. When you find something you have confidence in, um, here's, my, here's my street address. He gave me his street address in New York City, dog. Yeah. And a, a, a little card. And I was I was floored by that man. And uh, of course, we did the obligatory, you know, at the time Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, he's a really nice guy, man. He was, he was a little shy, probably probably strange for these guys to, to pull up on him. You know, the way we did and recognize him outside of his his, his area. You know, because I don't think he made a whole lot of appearances at, at, at cons, at least at that time. Maybe I'm not so sure. Besides studio, or whatever. But yeah, man, it was it was it was it was a fantastic experience, man. I'll, I'll never forget that, man, first of my life. How how just just meeting somebody of that magnitude and having them be so gracious and, and he didn't he didn't like shut me down. He wasn't like he wasn't like oh, okay get out of here, bother me, which he could have done. You know, he he looked at all my stuff real quick and he's like, he said, well, you know, and I, and I, said I was I was doing the, the, the thing you never do as an artist, don't apologize for your shit. Either your right. shit's ready to go or it's not ready to go and um it was like well you have something that you feel comfortable with and you, you want to show me you know then 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 contact me you know and uh, of course i never did <laughs> not in time so that's the way things you go know. but uh, man that was one of the many great experiences But that was probably one of the greatest experiences of, of my of my young life man um artistically yeah i
0: was just gonna piggyback off of that d and say mm. you know jones giving you his street address and you read other stories of other people's experiences with um uh comic artists and painters back then at those conventions and how mm-hmm. how much it was an experience to be one-on-one with them mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to and I'll, I'll go ahead and make i'll go ahead and make the correlation as opposed mm-hmm. to today after that superstar period of like the late mm-hmm. 80s and definitely mm-hmm. the early 90s image and all that where they're much more standoffish where they really would yeah. say, "I oh, go away, you bother me," you know. Right. What? What? Right. what? Right. I, I'm I'm a mega star. I've sold millions of comics. Why are you talking right. to me like that? You know right. what I'm saying? And right. You just don't get that same right. experience like I've read mm-hmm. from like past um, convention goers. You know where people mm-hmm. will relate. Mm-hmm. Well, man, you know I had a great conversation with um, Jim Starlin or, or whomever it was. You know, mm-hmm. and. There was much more of a one-to-one relationship between the fan mm-hmm. and the creator back then, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I think overall those conventions from what I can gather and what I've seen mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, archival pictures and footage, you know, you mm-hmm. see like the, the fans really and the creators really embracing each other you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oftentimes literally just in terms of Mm -hmm. like man you know just arms around each other just buddies (laughs) you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and that's just great and that's just something that I feel it's not that it's needed today you know Mm cuz it's a different world you know in many ways Mm -hmm. not just presently Mm -hmm. but just different overall so I don't expect that Mm -hmm. type of thing to come back but at the Mm -hmm. same time it seemed like creators back then really because comics and fantasy were such a niche that mm-hmm. the audience and the creators that did them were so small that they had no choice but to be intertwined. Whereas now it's such a big business that the, the chasm between them is almost encouraged, you know, mm-hmm. where we're supposed to mm-hmm. put them on a the pedestal. And they're untouchable. I, I, I can't even approach them, even if I see them in person, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
3: To your point, Adrian, you're exactly right, because you're looking at the fact that it was a niche industry, and they were grateful to find the fans yeah. that, that were there and, and respond to them. And, it, you know, think about it, man. I doubt very seriously uh, maybe maybe 10 years hence after that, if I met Jeff Jones at that time, he would give me his car with his street address on it because i will be, be able to Google that shit and find out where he lives. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it, it's not safe anymore. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. it's the level, the level of, of, of the barriers between you know, being able to approach somebody are, are, a, lot more, are a lot more evident because you, 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 have this, you have this immediate access to people's information almost to the drop of a dime.
1: Yeah. Well, the other, the other thing I was going to say too is, and some of that is, some of that is real, what Adrian is pointing out. I think also some of that too is is our feeling about them is as right. fans and as people on the outside. So for instance, it's like if you see someone who's on, t- on a television show every week and you mm-hmm. see them in public, Mm-hmm. And you start to feel weird around them. Well, it's because they're in your life, but you're not in their life, mm-hmm. and you're aware of that difference in the, your relationship. Yeah, okay. They seem familiar to you, but you're all of a sudden glaringly aware that they're you're not familiar to them. Right. And yet you want to speak to them as if you know they're your friend or your homie or what what have you. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think the other part of it too is is what you're what you're discussing now, where you know, back in the 70s and, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. and even maybe part of the early 90s, you know, you were in a, alone in a room at your word processor or at your computer or mm-hmm. at your typewriter or mm-hmm. at your drawing board mm-hmm. or at your easel painting, creating, writing by yourself. Isolated, yeah, for the most and, part. Yeah, so you didn't have any sense of the fandom and... The interest in your work mm-hmm. other than when someone would share letters with you or if someone corresponded mm-hmm. that's it yeah. yeah now in today's world people can tweet at you mm-hmm. you follow you on instagram mm-hmm. and on on social media and send you direct messages Bring and make down, requests you know? for commissions <laughs> now it really is a bigger thing mm-hmm. so the idea of sending someone giving someone your street address mm-hmm. was the was the equivalent of the, you know them saying oh he's or she is at blank.com. That's right. where I send the note to, or right. that's who I reach out to, or this this is their art agent, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now that's the, the avenue you'd go through. Mm-hmm. But really, it was just a different world. It was mm-hmm. just slower communication mm-hmm. than it is now. And, um, you know, you heard stories of Alex Toth corresponding with people. Yes, uh, man. Um, you know, I think I've heard stories of uh, Will Eisner corresponding with people mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. And I'm sure that was. Probably a lot more common than we than we even know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, as far as as far as that's concerned. But, sure. Um, sure. Glory days. Anyway, yeah. glory days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really and truly. Um, I remember a uh, a time uh, going to a heroes convention, and this was in the uh, this was probably about ninety five, ninety six. Okay. And um and Don was working in comics at the time mm-hmm. or maybe right on the cusp of getting in um but he was friendly with the gaijin guys and he introduced me to the gaijin guys and I'd gone by their you know their studio a couple times yeah, and sure. I remember going to huh
3: yes go ahead, yeah, well, go ahead. us. <laughs> Good. <ahead>. uh
1: <laughs> and I remember going um going by the, their studio and so they uh were saying they were going to be at a uh at a convention in Charlotte you know called Heroes Count mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, and then you know, Don was like, it's like three hours away. So I think we all we all kind of drove up there, and so they're all set up. And I distinctly remember w- two things: one, this was the weekend right around the time that Kurt Cobain had killed himself. Mm. Oh, so you know, and this is you know, this is the early '90s. So this is the era of you know, alt rock and right. and grunge and all of that. And right. he had killed himself. Um, so. And I remember Joe, Joe, our friend Joe Phillips, who mm-hmm. was uh, who's from Atlanta, who was a member of Gaijin. Mm-hmm. Joe apparently didn't like Kurt Cobain and was making fun of him. Oh man! Oh shit! And he, he was singing a Beck song. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? <laughs> oh, <God>. Damn, Joe. <laughs> wow! And I remember like. Wow! Okay,
3: right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that I remember about this show was is this was um, it was a different kind of show because you know more, more comics focused
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, than the Atlanta Fantasy Fair was mm-hmm. you know back in the uh, in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And also, I remember at that particular convention, Joe Kubert was there along with his two sons, mm-hmm. Andy and Adam, yeah, mm-hmm. and one of the two sons. Had his son there, mm-hmm. and oh, his was son say, was you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, six or seven years, maybe seven, six, seven, eight years old. He's running around, and he's drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's sitting at the an artist alley, drawing next to his you know his granddad and his uncle and his dad. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, hanging out and talking with uh, Cully and uh, and the guys in guys. And I remember Cully said, "Okay, if your grandfather's a comic artist, right. your dad is a comic <laughs> artist, and your uncle is a comic <laughs> artist." what else can you really be <laughs> and right? i remember thinking and not only is your granddad a great comic artist he might be one of the fucking greatest yeah right yeah. One of the quintessential you know, best comic ever do it seriously yeah. seriously but but i think the thing that i i remembered was is uh getting joe kubert to sign some stuff and i think i might have had some some sample pages i had done that were cubert-esque mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and i remember him being very gracious and kind like Dee described with jeff jones mm-hmm. and saying hey look you know I- i'm flattered that you you find anything you know worthwhile in my work but definitely you know start trying to find your own you know your own style and you know and your own way of doing things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know maybe use me as an inspiration but you know try try to find your own path mm. you know uh because um you know, imitation is flattery, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's to get you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. may have even said something about being, you know, being inspired by... Um, other artists. You know, like, like, yeah, other artists that preceded him. Right. You know, I'm trying to think of some of the names now, but uh, Hal Foster maybe, or, uh, um, you know, something like that, Prince Valiant or something like that. That, that might see. have been an inspiration right. to him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I remember him being him being really nice, and and that was probably my first heroes convention mm-hmm. so you know maybe 95, 96 something mm-hmm. like that, mid 90's I guess it was cool.
0: yeah I was going to say um, speaking of heroes like man to me heroes that's that's like the first convention that I went to obviously and for right. myself that's the that's the only one for me I know okay. you got okay. San Diego Baltimore, New York mm-hmm. where have you mm-hmm. Orlando mm-hmm. Con, Megacon whatever but uh, heroes sure, sure. that's it for me that's it gotcha. you know okay. what I'm saying and right. Just so much stuff has happened there for me, you know, mm-hmm. just in terms of, and it's always come at a point to where it's that time of year, just after winter, wet night, where I feel like my comics love is at a low ebb, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. my art, my creativity is just like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. man, whatever. Well. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I'll get my stuff ready and head up to uh, Charlotte. And after them three days, mm. I'm
2: energized.
0: Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> woo! the power,
3: ready to draw all the yeah. comics of the world, ready to That's get it. all the comics! <laughs> <laughs> it will do that to you, man. I'm going to do that to you, man. I got to tell you, man, um, a thing that happened to me, man, uh, a long time ago, one of the, one of the, one of the comics conventions, going to the Fantasy Fair again, was I, I met two people that kind of changed my world as far as comics goes, man, and and from a, a local perspective, I, that made me think I could do this shit. Mm-hmm. And one was, one was Joe Phillips, man. Because ah. Joe was organizing this shit, dude. Joe had multiple series yeah. that he, he was trying to put out. And it was, uh, I forget the name of it, that was, uh, what was, name it? It was um name wasn't continuity because that was already taken care of, but it was something, something interesting, something that grabbed you. Mm-hmm. And he had done it, and, um, your boy our boy my mutual friend Mike Daly was actually doing some stuff with, with doing some stuff with Joe. I mm-hmm. think you might have been too, mm-hmm. Swizz. I think you might have been too. I'm uh, I am pointing at you. Yeah. And uh yeah. <laughs> and it was and it was kinda cool, man, to the point to where um Swiz and and Mike had gotten such notoriety inside the comics game, possibly through Joe, to where they actually did a uh, 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 um a little story inside of one of the one of the uh visions. Oh, right. Really? it was a smaller pamphlet. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a, re- it's a really good Really good uh, rendition of of so two or, three, two or three characters fighting this other character, and 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 mm. doing the, the villain versus superhero thing, and th- that that changed my world. I was like, damn, okay, they they did that. Okay, let me let me, let me digging my shit. And then on top of that, seeing Brian Stelfreeze on Psychops, mm. one of his first published works, man. That's that Psychops yeah. that Psychops picture he did like, with of, of the of the of the, uh, the the girl with the the fans. And it was a, it was mm-hmm. a, it was a standard still, still freeze, you know, standard still freeze, um, um, kind of Nagel-ish, but, um, but, but, um, like three colors is all I put into it. It was, it was pink and blue and, and, uh, and white. Gorgeous, dude. Absolutely gorgeous yeah. stuff, dude. And it blew me the fuck away, you know? And I was like, wow, man, this is, this is, this is, this is a tangle. This is heaven, you know? I love this, um. And like you said, Adrian, Fantasy Fair was 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 my was my was my entry point, and I, I do miss it, man. Based on just some of the things that I I think I love Dragon Con equally now, because but Dragon Con it, it, it's, it turned into a miniature San Diego, and it's just mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. too much for me to absorb it in, in one particular outing. Um, yeah, and to say that, but Fantasy Fair had had, had his veins out too. Like I I, I fell deeper in love with the anime. You know, back then it was, it was not, it was colloquially called uh, and kind of somewhat um, not PC manner Japanese animation, Japanimation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but um, I fell deeper in love with that. And I, I actually sat in rooms with people watching like, like not released American uh, you know, VHS tapes. Yeah. You know.
1: For people who are too young to remember that, mm-hmm. you know, now everything is available online. Everything is streaming. Yeah. You know, you can order it and, you know, and have it shipped to your door if you want to get it yeah. on physical media. But, you know, back then, you know, and I remember like uh, Dexter and <laughs> Rico yeah. and other friends of ours, yeah. you know, who were watching anime from overseas and you could you just couldn't get it. Yeah. It you know, wasn't being broadcast anywhere. Some of it was R rated and X rated, so you couldn't see it. Mm. So you would only be able to see it on VHS. VHS or or, beta. or eventually on, on, on disk. And so you go to conventions yeah. and they would have you know rooms that you know that were panels during the day, where they'd have panels and moderators and things mm-hmm. going on, mm-hmm. and then in the evening, you know they would play episodes and episodes of an anime or episodes of, you know that amazing Spider Man cartoon from mm-hmm. the sixties. Um, or they would play the Marvel superheroes, and you you know you could sit in a room and watch them the entire because day. you know if they weren't being broadcasted, you know you you couldn't. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that was your only opportunity, and that was that was that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. As far as um, Adrian, you, I know you came into it later. Dwight and I at more as teenagers, but I'm trying to think when it at what point putting the art aside, just as fans of something as rabid. You know, intense fans or something. Mm. Um, went, was it right away that you all got a sense of community and togetherness? Yes. And the idea of organized fandom? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
3: It was weird. I, I, felt, uh, I immediately felt at home when everybody was there, dude. Any artists was kind of portfolio yeah. with, I mean, I, well, I was standing in front of her and back of them, and we all knew what we were doing. We all, we all had a sense of camaraderie. We all were all trying to see each other go through and, and give each other tips and, and promote and promote things. Now, i walked around the whole day with mike daly's portfolio dude and uh and it was it was it was humbling dude because mike was the best fuck back in the day dude <laughs> that dude was on a cusp of yeah. doing some shit dude but man yeah it was, it was a great time for camaraderie dude i met we met uh, antonio Cade there you know um mm-hmm. uh uh i met some
1: dudes there called i'd actually met antonio before that but okay
3: yeah okay. i remember that yeah okay i met uh, quite a few people man that that, that i ended up working with to, in, in, in in different ways it's weird things, man. When, when Craig Hamilton, a, a local, first came onto the sales floor of, of, a, of a comic convention, and you were, and you were there, Swiss, because you because um you were about to start attending Atlantic the um um Art Institute of Atlanta, and I think he was maybe a year before he was on all those lines. He comes up and his writer at the time, in one of his books, was announcing Craig Hamilton as the greatest artist in here. Yeah, it was it was kind it was kind of was what the fuck dude come back. Was down. this before Aquaman? This was before Aquaman. Rough, okay, man. and and he, and he, and he's like, he's, I think he, like, he, anybody want to want to want to challenge him, you know? It's like and and, and, and thing was is, heck, Craig, <laughs> if you if you know Craig, if you know Craig Hamilton, Craig's one of the most one of the most genteel, yeah. um, affable guys out there. He wasn't hearing any of that shit. He's like, he's like, man, can you just calm down, dude. <laughs> this, the writer was the writer had all the mouth, dude. You know that's like some kind of paperboy on the, on the city streets of the nineteen forties and shit. Come here come here come here here <laughs> you here this is exactly what. <laughs> calm down dude and I was I was I was not at least been intimidated I was like I was like his stuff was really really good but I was I was like dude who is this guy will you shut him the fuck up he's like a, he's like make me not want yeah. to come to your table right now and um I yeah. but at the same time people came over to see what he was what he was doing and it, it kind of helped to some degree you know he's drawing attention to him and that's what he wanted to do so um it was good it's my, my, a lot of myriad stories like that dude that I could can, I, can, I can come to mind now as we, as we talk about it you know um Strange stuff, dude. I, 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 you know, cosplayers and 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 you know, man babies and and and, and you know, <laughs> did they Frank
0: Robbins
2: draw that?
3: Bad baby. You
0: know, hey, I but. was gonna mention about uh, community. You know. That's how I feel every time I went um, to HeroesCon every single year. You know, you, you, you right. might have a hard mm-hmm. travel to get up there, as we did one year. You know, the three of us riding mm-hmm. in um, Swizz's mm-hmm. truck and the misadventures there is. Yeah. But once we finally got right, right. there, it was like, ah. And when I've gone by myself and right. I've entered that convention center, ah, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just the feeling amongst other convention goers that you might meet, you might only see them just mm-hmm. that day. Just that 15 right. minutes that you're waiting in line right. or, or beside right. you when you're going through the back issue right. binge. You know what I'm saying? Right. But right. you just feel like family for just that time, mm-hmm. you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've had um, a couple of really, really great experiences meeting people for the first time there. Like um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the artist, uh, independent artist, uh, Michelle Fife, uh, who draws mm-hmm. uh, Copra. Mm-hmm his own creator, Mm -hmm. own book, amongst many Mm -hmm. other things, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I met him for the first time at a Heroes Con, you -hmm. know. And it was like for two or three years prior to that, he had been a listener to our show, our previous incarnation, Mm -hmm. and then he and Mm -hmm. I started hitting it off on a personal Mm -hmm. level and interacting Mm -hmm. back and forth. And man, it's so funny. It's like, you remember at Die Hard where after all of that, you know, Officer Powell finally sees John McClane and he knows it's John. He don't even (laughs) have to say, he don't even have to mouth the words of like, McClane? No, he knows it's him Like through all the activity people walking every day. That's kind of how it was when I saw Michelle.
3: (laughs) That's
2: awesome. (laughs) I was walking
0: towards Artist Alley and I saw and it was just like it was was almost like the same thing. Convention goers walking back and forth between them I could see him and came up to him and and we actually knew who each other was like no, but Adrian, Michelle, ah you can have like that. Right. Yeah, Michael Kamen score rise up like a dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: like that, and
0: that's how it man. is every year when I when I would see yeah. him at Heroes Con, man. You know, and yeah. it's like yeah. that for a great number of people. I only see them there mm-hmm. once a mm-hmm. year, you know? Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. Uh, another another great experience I had as far as that like, community is at Heroes Con I don't know at, about other cons that was one of the mm-hmm. few cons where you could see a lot of the golden age creators every year mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. and like people would just kind of walk past them it's like don't, don't yeah. you know who
1: this is this is Marty O'Bell man right he created e- Green exactly. Lantern what the fuck yeah. or right. man look I, r- I remember talking I mean I remember talking Sitting down and sitting down mm-hmm. and talking with uh, Marty Nodell and his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, and and we were talking about you know old comics from the forties and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I remember I dropped a few, I dropped a few, a few nuggets, yo. Mm-hmm. And his wife said, Well, you certainly know your golden age. And I was like, God damn right. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm That's not new like. to this. I am
0: true, to, true this. to this. Exactly, Mel. <laughs> and, and they appreciated that. I'm telling you, like I was um, Yeah, man. And this is this actually one of the few times at, at a convention where I, where I teared up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um I I finally got up the the courage, the fortitude to approach Nick Cardi. Okay, I had been going okay. to uh, Heroes Con for about a couple years at this point, and he was there at mm-hmm. every single one, you know. Mm-hmm. And I finally said, mm-hmm. you know, this year going to be the year, man. I, I I need to make sure I talk with him, man, because I had really mm-hmm. gotten into his work. And so mm-hmm. I went up to him, and I had never had this experience. Like, like I I I, I took out a um, an issue of Alter Ego, the magazine that was dedicated to him, mm-hmm. and my hand was shaking, man. Like I was like. <laughs> Uh, M- M- Mr. Cardi, Mr. And I'm a grown ass man at this point. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I was still doesn't like, matter, doesn't matter. Those yeah. I was like, man, M- M- Mr. Cardi. Um, I'm, I'm 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 such a huge fan of your work. You know, I, I I I just I just really appreciate everything that you've done for comics, and I, I just love your stuff so much. And you know, in his mm-hmm. way, his own very friendly way, he was like, oh, well, well thank you, young man. Thank you so much. I was like, oh, but, but could, 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 could you could you sign this for me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and, and he, signed <laughs> he signed it. He signed it. across the bottom. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And yeah. and that that was so wonderful. Another story mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of before I before I jump off here, um, mm-hmm. Basil Gogos. Uh the world yes, famous man. fantasy mm. artist. Okay. Yes, yeah. Man. I don't Are think you all even know this. I don't even think I've even related this to you guys. Okay. Um I had a I hosted a panel with uh, Billson Kevich, uh, Bo Hampton, and Basil Go Ghosts at uh, Heroes one year, and I remember that he, I remember yeah, that and my friend that. Greg Mata- Mata- Um, he um, was hosting the panel and I was kind of like the uh, moderator for it you know he was able to, to hook everything sh- up and so in the panel the panel went great you know what I'm saying. Um, we had to kind of help um, Basil along a bit, you know, because he mm-hmm. definitely was up in age at that point. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, um, we had to kind of, kind of, um, you know, um, help him along in terms of answering the questions, kind of prompting of whatnot. And so mm-hmm. after the panel, after the panel was done, um, he and his wife uh, wanted to go get lunch, you know. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the the main guy, the main organizer that was coming through and just making sure everything was running smoothly, Andy. Um, he said, um, would, "Would someone be willing to um, escort, you know, Basil and his wife, you know, to go get some lunch at night?" And uh, I said, "Hey, I, I will. I, I, right. I'll do it. No problem." Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. went and we walked to uh, Starbucks, you know. And it's so, it's so, it's so funny that in your mind you're always expecting your artistic heroes to be like ten feet tall, broad chested and just ah. But mm-hmm. here's this man, barely five feet. Very
1: slight. Very mm-hmm. slight. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. five feet.
0: Mm-hmm. Fragile mm-hmm. even. And I'm escorting him through the crowded heroes and he's holding on to my arm, arm in arm, you know, so he, wow. doesn't, so he doesn't lose me. So I don't lose
2: him. That's, that's you know? nice,
0: man. And, and we head over to Starbucks. Um, he and his wife sit down. They get like a, like, a, like a little croissant or something and some coffee. And he's talking to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, he said, well, do, do you draw a young man you know i said yeah i i do a bit you know and he hadn't seen any of my stuff and i didn't volunteer to show him any of my stuff but he was just like just keep doing mm-hmm. it just keep doing it you know mm-hmm. you'll, you'll you'll be fine and after they were done his wife said well i have to uh, go back to the room so are you able to take um basil uh, back to the table to the vanguard booth i said yeah i know where that is no problem no problem mm-hmm. so we're walking back again arm in arm and and he's just like patting my arm you know, Mm. it's like you know, you're gonna gonna do good you seem like a very very nice young man you know, Mm. and we're just Mm -hmm. just escorting him through this legend, through Mm -hmm. the crowd of heroes, and it's like nobody knows who he is you know what I'm saying, if he wasn't sitting at the table, no one would know who he was Mm -hmm. you know, it was just like, and and it was so humbling, just to have like this like I said, just this there's this legend, you know, mm-hmm. arm in arm. And I'm escorting him through this crowd here. And I finally got him back to the um to the table, to the Vanguard table. I was like, well, it, it was very nice, very nice to um, sit with you, um, Mr. Go-Go. He was like, no, no, Basil, Basil. I was like, oh, well, well Basil, I, I appreciate that. And <coughs> that's the last time I saw him. And then shortly after that, we all heard that he had passed away. But, man... Right. Right. I tell you, that that, that was nice story, that was something else, man. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, really man. was.
1: He uh look, you're talking about people not knowing who he was, but what they did know is is who is that fly eighty year old silver fox with the ascot on or the scarf oh. under his Because oh. he remember he, he would wear the scarf. He was very old school classy right, right, in that yes, way. Right. Uh, ascot, yeah. ve- yes. Yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just very, very stylish. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, and D and I actually had a similar a similar uh, occasion when we got a chance to uh, to uh, to pull Bernie Wrightson away from his mm-hmm, table yes, and man. found like a quiet spot oh, man. Oh, man. in the lobby and got to sit with him and and, and talk with him and, and interviewed him for the uh, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But as it relates to community, for me, one of the things that you know talking about some of the bigger shows like Dragon Con and and uh, the New York Comic Con, which I was able to attend and. Mm-hmm uh C2E2 and, and and places like that one of the things that I appreciated about a show like Dragon Con was it showed the community of, you know, like comic fans could come together but it showed the overlap of all the other people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who were interested in the things that are similar to what we're interested in people who are interested in costuming and figurines and jewelry mm-hmm. and uh, and collecting swords and yeah. weapons.
3: Artists a creative types, uh, all kinds. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So seeing all of that stuff, even though I don't personally have a, a ton of interest in it, mm-hmm. but being able to see that those folks have just as fervent an interest in what in that as as I have in comics and in art making mm-hmm. and all of that, I think that was that was really big for me because it was like okay. You know, this is my immediate family, but this is my extended family. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, this
1: is this, these are my my distant cousins and uncles and mm-hmm. aunts
2: mm-hmm. and
1: whatnot that I only get to see once a year, but mm-hmm. we are still a part of the same family. Mm-hmm. And um and 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 for me it gave me a certain respect for uh not respect, but a certain uh, appreciation, mm-hmm. you know, for those other areas of uh, of geekiness and and nerdiness mm-hmm. that I probably wouldn't have before if I were only keeping my head down and only you know interested in what I was interested in and that's it, mm-hmm. you know. And that and that, and and that as a as a as as you know as a way of looking at life is you know has probably happened to me multiple times. It's like oh, once I looked up, I realized you know there was more going on than just what I was what I was interested mm-hmm, in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But um but yeah that's uh that's very true and I mean you just get so many opportunities. I remember when um Dwight and I uh, we hosted a panel um similar to Adrian's experience with mm-hmm. uh with Basil. Mm-hmm. We hosted a panel with uh with Bob Shrek yes, man. and uh and Dick Giordano. Mm. Yes man Whew. and and the panel was called uh Legends of the DC Universe. Yeah. And, you know, and it was a very small group, it was an mm-hmm. early panel, like 10 o'clock in the morning, so right. it was only maybe about eight, eight other people other than, than uh, me, Bob, uh, uh, Dick, and Dwight. So we said, well, let's just ha- do it in the round, we yeah. just, you know, just come down on the intimate. stage, we just sat down in the round and, yeah. and, just, and just chatted it up. And I remember when, uh, you know, we had become a little friendly with, with uh, Shrek at the time, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that was the first time we met him, maybe it was, I'm not sure. But, um, you know, but before the panel started, you know, Bob said, look, before we get started, he says, the name of this panel is Legends of the DC Universe. And he said, Dick Giordano is a legend of the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. This is a legend of the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's, I was just really moved, you know, by you know him wanting to make sure, you know, that, that, that proper respect and homage was paid to Dick Giordano. Mm-hmm. And, of course... You know, uh you know, we recorded the panel and we posted it on, on the previous version of Sidebar. Yeah. And then like with Basil Gogos, um maybe a year, maybe not even quite a year, it was it was shortly after that, not too long after that that uh Dick Giordano passed away. Mm-hmm. Um and um and I remember being really grateful, you know, to have that opportunity. One, because, you know, uh Dwight was with me and, you know, mm-hmm. we were longtime friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and longtime comic fans and 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 you know novice artists and wanting you know wanting to do this mm-hmm. and you know dick giordano i mean i've just read so yes, many of his man. comics are you kidding me you know i mean he's just honest
3: with, with 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 comics dude that's just this that's just is he just he just is dude i mean er, everything i mean everything dc man batman superman i mean uh Woman.
0: Fla- yeah, oh, yeah come on now everything <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, in, you know, ink, ink, inking inking Neil Adams on uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Yeah, you know, and I and I knew enough. You know, uh, when I was a teen and, and and a younger person reading comics, you know, I knew that Dick Giordano was an artist, but he was also an editor. Yeah. He was the editor in chief. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was one of the the few occasions, other than like Hasada now, or. Um, i can't even think of another one off the top of my head where an artist was actually you know an editor-in-chief an artist was in control of the editorial oh, yeah, like, direction. like
0: carmine infantino yeah, there.
1: yeah. Right. right yeah 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 but i was i was very aware of that um mm-hmm. and uh glaringly pair and he was you know he was very sweet and very kind and and i remember he made a reference in the conversation to uh, you know, something coming across the transom, and I was like, "What is a transom?" <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and obviously that's something that goes back to you know publishing and and to you know journalism or whatever, uh, you know, way 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 back in the day. I don't even know if they would use something like that now. Yeah, or yeah, Even make yeah, a reference right. to it, but yeah. <laughs> but um, but I remember he mentioned that, and uh, and he was he was very kind. And when he passed away, I remember Bob Layton being real broke up about it, mm-hmm. uh, because you know that was uh. Uh, Bob was like a mentee, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, Dick was like his mentor. was mm-hmm. like you know, you know the, uh, the 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 guard before him that uh, you know that helped uh, help him along in his way. So, mm-hmm. um, can, can I can I anyway. relate one,
0: one other story? Yeah.
1: Uh, and it was thanks to you uh, exclu- exclusively,
0: Swizz. Um, mm-hmm. We all went to the Dragon Con 2010 because we hosted some panels down there, um, mm-hmm. and. That was that was a year that Darwin Cook was there at DragonCon. Mm. All right. Mm. Now at the time, Darwin Cook was hot, hot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> white frontier? hot, white hot, yo. Just How mega hot, How Parker.
0: I think Parker maybe the first book had just come out, but hot. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. I was I was just nuts for Darwin Cook in Sorry. every way possible. And so we're down there and I think um, swears um, w- w- is this this was um, after you had already talked to him for the, um, the toth uh, tribute right or were you trying to talk to him then or it was after the Toth tribute I,
1: I, Well, I can't remember if I had recorded it with him yet. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. okay. It, it may have it may have been after it may have been after I think mm-hmm. that's
0: what it was because that was kind of your entry. Cause I remember seeing you go mm-hmm. over to him and I and I wanted to as well, but you know, I I was shy. I was like, man, uh, I'm I'm just gonna hang back for a minute. I'm just gonna hang back for a minute. So I hung back <laughs> too long and Sway so tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, hey, bruh. Uh he about to leave. Dora about to leave.
3: Like, oh shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> So I, I saw over there. I was like, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Cook, Mr. Cook, uh, um uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your work. Man, I, I I just love your stuff so much. You know, like the same kind of script I have every time I beat one of my guys. You right. know, he was like, and, and you know, he's, he's, he's kind, not not super gruff, but he's to the point. Like, oh, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Right. And he was trying to pack up. Slam Bradley, Slam Bradley. And um, I was like, yeah, I just want to let you know that I appreciate your stuff, man. Slam, but um, but yeah, and Swain was actually able to get a picture of us together, me and me and Darwin. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I need to post that. You know, because mm-hmm. it was just like, man, that's like, mm, me and Darwin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It was like, it, it, it was great. It it, mm-hmm. it was wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. and um, this things like that just just cannot be replicated. You know, they mm-hmm. they really can't. Just having that, even that briefest interaction with an artist. Um, there's one more artist that I'll mention that I had interaction with who never makes appearances, never makes mm-hmm. convention appearances. Um, here in the states. Mm-hmm it's an artist named um Dave Cooper uh, I say uh, mm-hmm. he's a painter a Canadian painter mm-hmm. and he paints like um, mm-hmm. paintings of let's say plus-sized women in compromising situations but it's done in this playful manner I've always loved this stuff mm-hmm. I have several books of his I'm a huge fan and he and came Cooper's to K U P E R, right no not not Cooper uh Cooper okay. like hang with okay. Mr. Cooper
3: <laughs> okay
0: yeah Dave right. um <laughs> okay Man, I had all my stuff with me. I think I had... (laughs) I heard he was going to be there. I was like, okay, I'm going to grab this weasel. Uh, I'm going to grab this overbite. I'm going to grab this and that. And I think I only took two things, though, because I didn't want to overwhelm him. And Mm -hmm. so he was sitting at the table. I came up to him. And he likes to say online, he signs off everything, your pal, Dave. I was like... And I felt comfortable just going up to him, not my usual script, just saying, hey, Dave, how you doing? He's like, hey, how are you? You know, just like he knew me already. He's like, man, I'm, 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 man, Dave. You know, just I'm, I'm a huge fan of your work, man. I, I just really, really think that you you are you are fantastic. You know, he was like, well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. And then he engaged me. He's like, well, where are you from? I said, I'm from Atlanta. He's like, oh yeah, okay, Atlanta, Atlanta. There's a there's a um a, a group that I love that's from Atlanta called Mastodon. And I was vaguely familiar with that. I'd heard that before. It's like this punk mm-hmm. group or mm-hmm. something like that called mm-hmm. Mastodon. He was like, yeah, they're from Atlanta, right? I was like, yeah, I believe so. So we talked for a few minutes just generally about Atlanta and everything. He was like, well, man, I've, I've never really been out this way. you know." He was like, tell the truth, mm-hmm. I do not really come out this way, period. You know, to the mm-hmm. south the wet night. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm glad you're here, man, because, I mean, you are a highlight that I really that really made me come this year. When I saw mm-hmm. your name on the um on the um, on the guest list, I knew I had mm-hmm. to make a beeline to meet you. So I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, I got a I got a couple books here. If you could sign them, he's like, yeah, sure, of course. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he signed it. He's like, what's your name? Adrian. Adrian. He's like, okay. It's Adrian. Your pal Dave, he did a little drawing in it. I was like, oh! Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah. He's been all about my 30-year-old ass. That's all it then, takes, man. That's had, all it takes. Uh, man. I think um Heroes had did like an exclusive um cover for Adventure Time. He did a variant mm. cover for an Adventure Time comic. That that cartoon. Uh, he did mm. a painted version of it or a drawing or something like that. And so he signed a copy of that for me too, your pal Dave, to Adrian. And I was just like, ah, oh, man, that's, mm. that's, that's, that's like awesome. I was on Cloud Nine after I, and, right? and before I left, I was like, Dave, man, thank you so much. Um, you, you, you're awesome. You're fantastic. Man, just keep doing what you're doing. So I appreciate that, mm. Adrian. All right, I'll see you around then. And that was that. Mm-hmm. But you, you can't replace the interaction. You can't, mm-hmm. and it just yeah. goes to show mm-hmm. you, even in advanced age, like I still had to react to like I would have when I was like sixteen or something, you know, mm-hmm. just like man, yeah. this man, this creative force right here, you know, just man, it's 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 just just awesome, man.
3: That's all. Let me, let me tell you one of, the, one of my favorite one of my favorite moments, man. This is the last one I, uh, I'm going to say. Um, I went to I went to San Francisco to see craftwork. Me and my buddy Bernard and his wife went to went to went to church.
1: Yeah. And was, uh, was this in two thousand five? Yes. Was this no. In, no? No. This 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 wasn't. This is was, <laughs> you know. We gotta
2: get the. Prayer, <laughs> you, know? you know we gotta get it. <laughs>
0: Coming to the stage, the the up retelling of this story,
1: it's. Right.
3: <laughs> no,
0: no, Look, we don't take,
1: take your Every time there. he retells it, it gets better and better. Exactly. <laughs> <think>. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, and we then, we then I levitate yo. it. What? No, this
3: wasn't the concert org uh, thing I went to. This this was this is pre concert This is the first time I went to San Francisco. Yeah. And uh, I went there to see you know craft work, and it turns out. Uh, um, they, my, my buddies, they had, they they wanted to do other things in San Francisco. Though. They were they were going back early, and uh, you know going back to, to to Colorado early. And I stayed uh, for about a day later, and so I went to um, uh, San Francisco Comic Con. I forget what it was called at the time. But I went to San Francisco. No Com- WonderCon. WonderCon. Right. And yeah. and man, you talking about a menagerie of of, of interests and people that were there. And um, I, met, I met all kinds of individuals over there, man. I met, uh, I met my, my boy um, Jason Felix for the first time there, man, um, who's, mm-hmm. who's incredible, dude. I met, uh, I met um, um, some other nice things which I wasn't expecting to meet there as well. Uh, well why not? Who cares? We're all adults here. I met, I met Adriana Sage there, and we took a pic together. Um, and and very, there were all kinds of coalescing different kinds of activities like Swing was saying of of, of just 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 them, you know and, and you know that were that were there and one of the things I, one person I met there was uh, um, one of the original um, studio uh, mates and uh, um, I, I I was there and I said okay you know what let me let me let me, let me uh, dial this phone number and uh, I uh, hey Swing yeah yeah what, what's up man. Yeah, I said, uh, <laughs> I got Mike Kaluda here. You're like, you like to talk to Mike Kaluda? <laughs> 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 I give the phone to Swain and, <laughs> and, and "And but did I give you the phone, Swain? Did, did, did you talk to him? You talk to him? Was I? Did, did you speak to the speaker phone to him? Forget how it was. I forgot how you
1: how it went down. I can't. Rem- I can't remember the details. I just okay. remember you doing that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, speaking you know, to him. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You know, and I got him a sketch for Mike Kaluda there, man. And um, it was, it was, it was a great thing, man. Um, to see, uh, this, here's Swain's reaction. Yeah, and, to, uh, yeah, yeah. and to get my Kaluda, who I knew he was always willing, and he—I he took a picture of him, man. He did the raised eyebrow thing he always does.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes,
3: yeah. Yo. It yeah. was, it was fantastic, yeah. man. He was such such a nice guy, man. Such a nice guy, man. And like you said, it's, it's, um, yeah. you know, be, being one of the one of the the the, the, the forebears of, of that of that era of illustration, um, people overlook him looking for the more shiny object, you know. And he and people were not. Were people standing in line to get to him too, though. You're wrong. I mean, it's his fans follow him to where where he is. So he had fans in that area that came to see him. But you know, there were so many so many young people just passing over this this this, this great you know uh, magistrate of of, of, of pen and ink man and painting. And I'm like, fuck, you know. So I I, I had to pay my do my due man and, and due diligence and go and and, uh, and and introduce myself and say hi to him. And what a, what a great conversation, man! What a great conversation yeah. that was. So
1: yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because the other thing about conventions, and and really what we're talking about is is making connections, and um and connecting the dots, and uh and and in some ways closing loops that you know have been open for years in terms of our, you know our interactions with other people via their work or mm-hmm. our interactions you know eventually online mm-hmm. with others. And so one of the things that's really great about conventions is the opportunity to not just meet with creators but also to meet up with like other fans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. other people like you know fifa you and fifa became friends adrian mm-hmm. uh before uh you know before you all actually met in person and that's mm-hmm. happened it happened quite a bit but at shows you know that's the, kind of the one opportunity like i you know i met mark Cirello at c2e2 for the very first time yeah. you know um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh in person and we became friends after that mm-hmm. um you know, meeting, you know, once we, you know, Dwight and I started podcasting and then eventually Adrian joined the show, you know, meeting other podcasters at shows like Wood and the guys at uh, 11 O'Clock Comics mm-hmm. or the Geek Speak guys mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, meeting John Suntrust at C2E2. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I was thinking as it relates to Kaluda, like, you know, us attending the very first uh, Spectrum Fantastic mm-hmm. Art Live in 2012. Yes, man. Yes, man. You know? uh and getting a chance to meet a lot of the painters and a lot of the uh you know the artists that we had talked to you know um we met kathy and arnie finner who we had on the show and who you know dwight was you know uh turned me on to the spectrum annuals in a, in a big way mm-hmm. um you know we met as it relates to kaluta we met uh christina carroll at that show and mm-hmm. she's the person who put us in touch with my Caluda when we had my Caluda as a guest oh really on the podcast oh, okay. yeah mm-hmm. um Meeting uh, Francis Vallejo in person, you know, yeah. as we had uh, had interviewed. Um, meeting, you know, George or seeing George Pratt again. Yeah. Uh, getting a chance to, to meet uh, Phil Hale in person. Yes. Um, you know, meeting avuncular. other artists. Uh, yeah, he was very vuncular. I remember, <laughs> remember he made some, some weird crack. It wasn't a crack. It's just he's kind of an oddball character. Right. So I remember him saying, "You know, I kind of imagine the shape of your head being different by the sound of your voice."
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, okay, Phil. what? All right.
3: <laughs> right, right. But but look right. he's right. he he he, he, he meant specifically about Sway. He looked at me. and said, "Oh no, yeah, I I got you." <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what? the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> your head looks buddy. like
1: how you sound. <laughs> is what he's saying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I threw him off, yo. I, I got
1: you, Phil. <laughs> I got you. Payback. I threw them off, <laughs> but Good. but meeting uh like Forrest Rogers, yeah. you know, who does the great you know the dolls yes, and three D art, um, Say it again, bro. you know, uh, just tons of other people. Meeting Donato in yeah. person. Meeting our our friend uh, Great uh, Manchester uh, John Picasso in person. Yes. Yeah. Manchester. Yeah. Um, meeting John Foster in person. Oh. Uh, 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 the, the, the great uh,
0: one! Don't forget the great one. Ian, McKay. Oh, Ian, McKay. Ian yes. McKay. yes. 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 he's yes. like Wayne yes. like, yes. Gretzky, the great one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. He is the great one, yeah. a lifetime? Um <laughs> uh, you know, meeting uh Mignola mm-hmm. and um, getting a chance to hang out um, with uh, you know, with some of the artists, you know, uh um uh, mentioned Tar-J, Donato. Yo. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. JP Target, um, also um meeting Ray Dante Santo. Yeah, yeah. Dan DeSantos. Mm, No. I'm trying to think of some others. Ray Bonilla. Beating him for the first time. Ray Bonilla. (laughs) Yeah. And that was. That that might be the greatest (laughs) Spectrum experience of all time was, first of all, eating the barbecue. Mm, Yes. Eating the barbecue. The barbecue was just. Nothing like. God it. damn! And this is—I'm—I'm I'm from Chicago. There's some, right. there's some killer ass, fire ass barbecue joints true. in Chicago. I'm sure. Legit. Okay, That's true. Okay, do not get it twisted. <laughs> but true. that barbecue in, in Kansas City mm. was the truth. Pierce. And uh, and and also ha- hanging out with um, uh, Dustin Johnson because Dustin was on the, in the card That's ride. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> yeah, and I had actually met Dustin at the New York Comic Con mm-hmm. with uh, Ernesto Figueroa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, some years before mm-hmm. But we went and had barbecue And we ate dinner together mm-hmm. with, uh, with Ray And Ray, uh, Ray Bonilla is a, is a wonderful painter mm-hmm. I think he's based out of New York Maybe yeah. Buffalo, I can't remember mm-hmm. um, He's a wonderful painter and a teacher And uh, and he's the guy that actually put us in touch With the late Dave David Grove right. mm-hmm. Who we had as a guest on the show He was friends with Grove mm-hmm. and, uh, and put it together for us mm-hmm. and, uh, and so we ate barbecue And then we were trying to get a cab back and it was like <laughs> the three of us and then Dustin and uh, Ray. And so we got in the cab and they, he said, okay, we said, we, we have to get two cabs. You know, only three of us can ride in the back. And we were like, ah, we'll, we'll fit in. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's a cab. So you have to sit in the back seat. So all five of us are sitting in the back <laughs> seat, <laughs> crammed. <laughs> Somewhere online is, is a picture Saudi too. Asia. Yeah. Yeah, crammed in like sardines in the in the back seat of this cab, and I remember Dustin said, "Nobody fart." <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I I just panicked, kind of looked at my
3: face in the picture, like, yeah, "Okay, you do. yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. all gonna die, we all gonna die." <laughs> yeah, you were looking like this. Was... You had that
0: look like this is some repugnant shit.
3: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, I I had to look at my face like we're going over, but, going over a, a a quick hill in San Francisco down the hill, yo. Know? And then you hit roof hits the hit the roofless of, of the cab because it's so damn so damn so damn oh, yeah. angle. Yeah, <laughs> <a
2: little bit.
3: laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. That better be your hand. So,
1: right. And you and for those listening, you've got to understand that Adrian and Dwight are both over six, over six five, six seven, six eight. Right. Uh, no, I'm six, six four
3: for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm six four. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so both of you guys are really tall So yeah, somebody's head going through the roof of the cab Was a real reality that could have happened <laughs> Like Fred
0: Flintstone, yo <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. But, but, but meeting Greg And meeting uh, Irene Gallo yes. mm-hmm. in, You know Because uh, I didn't meet her in person Dwight met her at a DragonCon before we interviewed her But I yep. never met her in person
2: yep.
1: um, And I'm meeting so nice, um, Yeah, absolutely uh, Lauren know, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. art director Mm-hmm. meeting her in person and also just meeting listeners of the show mm-hmm. over the course of years you know we met leland Purvis at the new york comic-con mm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: um you know and got a chance to speak with him you know after mm-hmm. being you know friends with him online and, and mm-hmm. still remain friends with him even today mm-hmm. um and and i remember at, at, at spectrum i remember this guy you know coming you know off the the from moderating a panel and you know, this guy pulling me aside and saying, hey, you know, you're the host of Sidebar, and mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, let you know, you know, how, you know, how much the show has affected me and is in, how important it is to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I listen all the time, and, you know, y'all you have the greatest interviews, and it's inspired me so much in my career as in, in my pursuits as an artist. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to thank you. And he was kind of nervous acting, you know, to, to meet me, and not because I'm great or whatever, but just because of the effect that the show mm-hmm has had on him and and had had on you know on on a few others and yeah. so i remember that being you know something really special you know i mean spectrum is not a comic convention per se you know it was a it was an art experience an art happening an art festival if you will mm-hmm. but um but that's you know that's always great too and that and that does happen didn't that happen to you guys where you were standing in line somewhere and somebody said hey yeah in like at charlotte or somewhere yeah, like that, that. yeah <laughs> standing in line for popeyes popeyes yeah. chicken
0: yeah. and
1: um we were
0: standing in the convention center waiting, waiting in line And these two um these two guys ahead of me were talking about the hernandez brothers because they were there and they were talking about a recent um story that was in the then current uh, love and rockies magazine and so they were talking about brown town which jaime mm-hmm. hernandez wrote and drew and mm-hmm. so I think they, they, they were talking about some some part of the story and they misquoted it to one of the other brothers. I said, no, 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 that was Jaime. Jaime drew that. And they both mm-hmm. turned around and said, and, and, you know, they had like that, that tinge of recognition like, aren't you from, are you Adrian from Sidebar? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man we, man, we love Sidebar. So we ended up getting our food and sitting down there for like 15 minutes just talking about all things Hernandez Brothers, just comics and everything. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's just those chance encounters that are so that are so wonderful. And it really just lets you know that people do hopefully, you know, listen to what you do. You know, and mm-hmm. it's and it's gratifying, you know, not mm-hmm. in an egotistical way, but that someone mm-hmm. is actually taking the time to listen to and remember your mm-hmm. episode, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. it's just great, always great to hear, always great to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: man. Yeah, I um, for the first time, man, with Swain and I we, we went to the first uh, Spectre Fantastic Art Live in Kansas City. Yeah, and and we were we we're, we were running late. We were running late, but was, the plane landed kind of strange, or whatever. And we went to the hotel, got to the hotel, and they were doing. We wanted to see the the, the grand premiere of 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 um, the that Jeff, Jeff Jeff Jones. Um, oh, Better Things. Pick.
1: Yeah, yeah, Better
3: Things, and yeah. we, we get Better air, Things because it was.
1: It was it was that night, like mm-hmm. it was the first night, maybe the night before mm-hmm. the show actually started, mm-hmm. and it was at like a uh, like a like a small cinema. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And we get in there and and it's dark and it's dark. Everybody, everybody's watching the movie. We get pulled in. We get ushered in by got Kyle Bice and his wife Natalia. Ah.
1: Remember
3: that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. And it was like they recognized us. We know who they, we know, we know who they were, but they recognized us, man. That was that was very humbling, man. And then, and then to see, yeah, to see the the, the fantastic uh, uh, painter, um, you know, of of Donatopia and his wife meet you and greet you. Oh, J- James Gurney, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, James Gurney and, and Jim like, his wife
3: Jeanette. Like, yeah, man, and to have and to have them like like constantly send books to us, you know, uh, and just you know, there's so much, man. There's so much to be grateful for, man. And you know, uh, a lot of what you're saying. Um, Adrian um, and Swain, as far as um, the convention, the convention is a confluence of of like minded individuals and 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 love for a thing and and these times, man, we, we, we need more of that. And I think um, you know this is where this is where uh, this is we need to get back to. It may not be the same ever again but it, it could still happen again as long as we have people of
2: like minds yeah. and individuals you know so.
1: mm. yeah i think uh you know is as, as it relates to that man you know you know attending a convention or an art festival or, or a concept art you know gathering any of those things you know part of all of it is you know the uh the planning and mm-hmm. the traveling and mm-hmm. the budgeting you know the money to spend while you're gone mm-hmm. and, you know, and you you know you're talking with your, your people you're going to travel with, and everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you pile into the hotel room. You know, like, oh, this is nice. You know, this is always what you say. Oh, this is nice. Right. You know, <laughs> and uh, and then you know you uh, you know standing in line for panels mm-hmm. and to get things signed mm-hmm. or to purchase things, mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, looking through the program and trying to figure out where things are if it's a really huge. You know, venue with with the show is being held, mm-hmm. and um, you know, uh, no sleep and mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, staying up late and having late night meals, or mm-hmm. you know, having breakfast and everybody's kind of beat out. But you know, you having breakfast before you go back to the show and before the uh, convention doors open, and then late the long arduous, arduous yeah, 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 late night drawing sessions, uh, the long arduous, uh, sometimes grueling trip. You know, getting back home, and then you know, mm-hmm. you get back home, and then maybe that even late that evening or the next day, you know, you kind of pull out your wares, you right. know what you what you got, right, you know your right. keepsakes, and right. you know that collected thing that you were looking for that right. you couldn't find, right. or you know that 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 one rare comic that that sits right in 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 your series that you were missing, that you found, or the art book or the sketchbook or mm-hmm. just what have you, um, you know, all of it is part of that, and I think the thing. Like what D was just saying about the confluence of, of, of geekdom and nerddom and, and 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 these intense interests is uh, Donald Glover is quoted as saying, uh, "Being a nerd is just liking things that take work to like. <clears throat> it's just not easy, you know. <clears throat> you can you can feed <clears throat> on everything that's in the mainstream and that the mainstream throws out there for you." But I guarantee you and those streams that run off on the side, mm-hmm. there's some goodness there. And that's really, you know, that's really what it is. It, mm-hmm. just, it just takes work to like the things that we like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and like Dee said, I, ho- I do hope later this year we are able to get back to it. It may not be the same. It may be a combination of virtual and in, and in person. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I too hope we get back to it as well.